When someone is hurt in a truck accident, the one question everyone has is why did this terrible collision happen? To answer that question takes an experienced team of lawyers and experts. Not everyone has this type of experience. At Colombo Law, we are truck injury lawyers. It's what we do every day. When someone is hurt by a truck, Colombo Law is the law firm people call to get answers. Hurt by a truck? Call Colombo Law. K360 Ray. Hey, what's going on, J360 Legion? Welcome to another J360 Mini Bite. Hosted by J.M. Brady. And I am your host, J.M. Brady. So let's get into it. So, how are you all doing? <laughs> I hope well. Oh, man, we're finally getting back in the swing of things. It's a new week and a new slot of J360 Productions coming your way. And we're going to start off with the Mini Bite. Now, today was a pretty interesting day, right? In addition to receiving nothing but nonstop notifications on where the coronavirus is, because it's on a statewide tour now, it's always people on there talking about their fear and talking about, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Oh, it's it's really hurting people. It's scarring the inner tissues. It's just ruining everything. We're in a We're in a pandemic. Oh, my God. And Trump's handling it horribly. But, but let's look at it in comparison to how Obama handled pandemics. And I'm sitting there looking at it. I'm like, wow. Because, see, I get stuff from the Newsbreak app. And, you know, it's a little too much going on, man. Things are starting to get hot in Dover, Delaware for some reason. And I don't mean in the good way. I mean, like, you know, gun violence. But when you look over at, um, but when you look over at this with the coronavirus and everything, it's like nothing but bad news, man. I guess if it bleeds, it reads, man. And and then you have to understand, like I said last time, there's multiple different outbreaks out here. We still haven't found a cure for that super flu. There's like 12,000 people died from that super flu alone. Whereas with the coronavirus, you know, it's, it's, it's getting there. I mean, then a lot of people are out there doing memes and um, some of those memes are pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. But here's the thing. You see, when you knew like something like this was going to happen, do you panic? Is that a good time to break out into hives and just start saying, oh, oh, you know, I, I'm so scared for my life. I'm afraid to die. Mm. Those are some things that, you know, you definitely don't have in common with me. Oh, and I've also found out that uh, the people at my day job, well, the management at my day job isn't inept. They're woefully incompetent, man. I mean, like, at the end of the day, like, I come in early, so I should have the grounds to leave early, you would think. But you see, for some reason, I guess my manager is really that much of a man-child because he cannot handle it at all. He's sitting there breaking out in hives because me and the morning crew, you know, we leave at our certain time, which we do because we all clock in nine minutes early. And he's sitting over there having a coronary about it. But at the same time, usually when I see my uh, night associates, right, I always have it set up for them to go ahead and go to work. And then not only that... There's extra manpower there, because there's like two of them, whereas it's me in the morning. And you see, when I got my evaluation from my would-be supervisor, he's stupid too. I sat there, and I had a lot of good press now. I had a lot of good motivational speeches and all that other stuff he was doing. I wasn't really paying attention. 
But then I saw like, uh, you know, when you have an evaluation, you have the negatives where you got to build upon and stuff like that. And you see, there really were no negatives because my job is like stupidly easy. You know what I'm saying? Somebody with even half a brain could do my job. <laughs> but that's why it's just a, just a go nowhere day job, you know? And you see, he was like, oh, you know, oh, this is how we got to stock them now. Uh, it has to be done this certain way. And then I thought about it. I was like, this isn't even a work smarter kind of principle. Because what it is is that every so often you have to stock the box and then you have to go all the way to the back, bring out another box. You have to go ahead. Instead of just stacking them all and doing it smartly, you know what I mean? Because allegedly there's a category thing and we have to meet that quota or he gets emails all the time from corporate and corporate doesn't know what the hell is going on. I've noticed this ever since I started working at various different jobs, there's always some jackass behind a desk. Have you noticed that? Like, you see, the thing about it is with me, I, I pretty much go ahead and do what I got to do. I don't care to, you know, I, I really don't care and I don't mind working. But it's always that one person that's either in a desk or probably not relevant at all has to find a way to be relevant by trying to make it complicated for the people that do do the job. You know, I don't even care about who's lazy or not because I know I'm not. And then I look at uh, my would-be supervisor and I see that I really have no respect for him and I damn sure have no respect for the management there either. And I, and I show it in various forms. And he's like, well, you know, Jay, if I noted that, that you didn't care, uh, uh, you would have been gone. I'll be like, motherfucker, <laughs> there I go. I'm like, if you're the end-all, be-all, I can understand that, but I still wouldn't care. I'd still throw my middle finger up and look you in the eye. And the truth is, is this. If I don't care, I'm not going to say it to you. I'm going to show it. And the thing is, you can't fire me without cause. He's like, oh, believe me, there's cause, there's cause. I let a lot of things slide. I'm like, so that means that if somebody else did something, you would try to blame it on me? Do you not know how unethical that is? I can go ahead and talk to that number two, bro. You, me, home office, and everybody will have a little powwow. And at the end of the day, I'm still getting paid for it. Oh, yes. See, one way or another, the J-Man knows how to play the game. And I'm willing to fight anybody. So, yeah, that's just how that goes. But you see what the whole example about that day job is, once again, it's a new year and these people are coming up with new techniques to try to ruin somebody's livelihood. And you can't ruin my livelihood because reasons. Yeah, you know, that whole J360 Productions thing and everything else. <laughs> yeah, bro, uh, I'm looking pretty good on that side, too. So it's like... One way or another, that job is not my future, much like anything else. I remember the first day I went into that job, and I looked around at everything. Wouldn't you believe that I ran back out and reapplied to college? You darn right, because there ain't no future in that. I mean, to do what I do, I can understand, like, if you're, like, starting out or whatever, and you want to go ahead and chase bread, there's nothing wrong with doing that. There's nothing wrong with jumping into any retail job out there. Just understand this. The way they go about doing things, there's no future in it. So you're going to have to just figure out a way or like a podcast that I listen to called um, The Retail Rant. And of course, Miserable Retail Slave. You should always have like a an escape pod ready for you. You know what I mean? You should always have like plenty of money in the bank. That way so you don't rely on stuff too much. Now, another thing is, of course, you have insurance and you have various types of that. And some of y'all have mortgages and buying homes and things. Now, if you have goals like that going on, yeah, I understand. That's why, you know, you work hard to keep it and maintain it. But I don't know why people in their 
infinite wisdom or endless stupidity have the nerve to try to make stuff harder for you. Instead of just making it like, you know, reasonable or hearing what somebody else has to say. And then you got a lot of people out there. They can't handle somebody else's opinion, let alone somebody else's facts. And all I ever do is hit them with facts. I'm like this. I'm not going out of my way to be malicious. But I can be. You know what I'm saying? And the truth is, is that, you know, I don't see myself being there for far too long. Hell, I don't even see myself living in the state of Delaware for too long. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not. Because I got to go where I need to go. And I'm looking west. And the truth is, is that, you know, working to get there. There's always a job. So I don't know why the hell people sit there and try to bog down and project all their fears and stuff like that, you know. And the people who work in grocery stores or warehouses or whatever, you see, those people are there because they have goals. And not only that, you should make it accessible. You should go ahead and be outreaching. And if you are a leader, work with your staff. Don't just sit at a desk and be lazy and just be a complete waste of space and a load. Because we already have enough loads on us anyway. And it's called the merchandise and the stock. You know? And it's not hard to do any of these jobs entirely. But it's always because somebody has a rule of standards and certain vague statements and... Basically, they just don't like you and they're doing what they can to try to push you out. And you see, like I said, one day, there's going to be a day where they'll get their wish. My supervisor will be on the floor. My knuckles will be like somewhat swollen because I didn't hold back at all. And I'll be looking right down at him and I'll be like, let's see when the court date's going to be. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is that, you know, I use that figuratively. But if it actually happens, though, keep in mind. I'll throw my phone to somebody so they can film it. And yeah, I know it'll be evidence, but here's the thing. For that few minutes, I felt really damn good. <laughs> but at the end of the day, when you got something like that going on at your at your day job, you know that there's no future in it, and you know that there's a chance to leave, and you know you always have a choice. And like I say, everything changes. Ascension is the goal. And by May, this is in the back mirror, pal. I won't even look in this direction anymore. And the truth is, is that I've always prepared for it. Now, when it comes to the coronavirus, on the other hand, same thing. You know, everybody's panicking about it because, yeah, that's good for your immune system. This virus affects your immune system and your breathing. And they tell you not to stress out and not to panic. But they go ahead and throw all this other stuff to make you stress out and panic. You see how it contradicts each other and it really breaks it down to the point where it's like, how exactly are you going to survive this? You know. One way or another, if it's like a plague or whatever, I always say this. I had a good run. I managed to go ahead and build J360 Productions. I managed to hold it down and give you guys some credible content and something to shoot for. Been motivational. Been disciplined enough. Still have places to go and things to do. Not ashamed of it, you know? And I'm not afraid to die. Because I know one day, all this is going to be over. Everything is going to be over. And what Monty Python tells you is this. Always look on the bright side of life. Because every damn thing else is a joke. And the last laugh is always on you. So, you know, at the end of the day, my name is Jay, not L. My name is Jay. <laughs> so when I take, you know, if there's anything else that I need to do, 
I don't take the L and just roll around in it and just get sad and just be like, nobody likes me. My life's falling apart. I'm not going to be anything great. My executive life is nothing. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm." (laughs) Man, I'll face all this stuff with a grin. I mean, if you think about it, that's all I ever do. Like, you've seen my avatar before. There's a reason why there's a mischievous smirk right there. And I actually do it in real life a lot. But it's 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 just wild, man. It's just amazing how people will go so far to try to make you panic. And it's either from the information you get on on the daily or it's from where you work at. And it's a shame. Whereas, like, at the end of the day, you're just putting your stuff in. You're just trying to live. You're building a living so that you can live. And if you do get sick... And there's a lot of incurable diseases out there. And then there could be a whole complication of multiple different diseases. You just have to find a way to just look at this stuff and say, well, this is it. Prop my feet up. Get my last smoke in or whatever. Even though I don't condone smoking. And then you're in a box. Well, some of y'all are in a box. Some of y'all will go through the cremation phase or whatever. But but the thing is, is this. When you're in, when it's over, Are you going to look back with regret and say, gee, I wish I did this or I wish I did that? No. And you shouldn't. And those in the J360 Legion, which is a lot of you, should never do that. I mean, if anything, I push you to live life to the fullest. I push you to just look at this stuff and say, you know what? Deep down on the inside, these these are people that just aren't going anywhere. And you see, my would-be supervisor, he's always thinking he's on a pedestal higher than anybody. But in real life, he is so far behind. Even the new guy at work that I've trained, because obviously he can't train worth anything. The new guy I trained at work, he's miles ahead of him. And that, that's pretty much little J-Man there, man. He doing what he got to do. I'm like, I'm like, damn, I'm proud, man. He's everything that my nephews and nieces are. <laughs> because those, those are some crazy jokers, too. And one of these days, I'm going to have to travel to see him. Because old boy got his money together. Just one way or another, just doing what I got to do and marking stuff off day by day. If I got to go look for another job, I will. And I'll be right there working it like I do this one. And there's always a smarter way to do things. And you'll know like when it's time to leave a toxic environment. So as for me, got two more months to bring in. Well, I got two months and what? Like the rest of this month. So that's not too bad. Just riding it all out. And speaking of which, the graduation run is looking pretty good because I got A's. And I didn't say AIDS. I said A's. Sheesh. <laughs> but outside of that, though, the J-Man show is happening tomorrow. Uh, those of you wondering about the power play, let me tell you something. Oh, it's happening. I went ahead and recorded footage last week. I should have went ahead and let you all know that. But until then, this is the J-Man signing off. You all take it easy. Don't panic. Live your lives. Laters.